Kia and welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. Wonderful for you all to join us and a big happy Mother's Day going out to all of the mothers out there in the Rohe or Tūranganui Akiwa. Got to send a shout out also to our sponsors, Racecrack Motors. They are down there on Grey Street. We welcome first of all, uh, joining us uh, kind of in a sombre sort of a moment, but uh, still joining us uh, without a doubt, we have Rena Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, morena. Good to be back on a Sunday. And uh, just uh, what you said at the start of the intro, bro. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all our lovely ladies out there and mums. And yeah, enjoy your day. Also joining us from over there in Australia, we have our mate uh, JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, boys. Just to reiterate uh, on what you both have said so far to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day to my own mum uh, down in uh, Melbourne. Happy Mother's Day, mum. And uh, mate, obviously I missed out last week. I was in Tiki Tiki with uh, no coverage, so I thought our, our man Reno was going to be in the land of milk and honey, but unfortunately he's uh, in the land of pork and puha. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a different story, but uh, yeah, lovely to be here live and, uh, and free. Better in that, uh, better than uh, pork and puha than that uh, milk and honey stuff, anyway, eh, Reno? Yeah, it is, mate. Just one of those things, you know. That's life. Uh, the kids, I can tell you, enjoyed themselves. Spent some time with uh, Pluto and Goofy and everyone at Disneyland yesterday. Huge day there, and uh, in the central of LA now doing shopping. So yeah, just part of the experience. Uh, they're enjoying themselves. It's the main thing. Uh, for me and my wife, uh, part of my 50th, uh, we'll head down into our country here in Aotearoa, head down to uh, down towards Te Waipo, Namibro, land into Ōtautahi Christchurch on uh, Wednesday, then travel down to Timaru, Invercargill, up around the uh, beautiful scenery of uh, Christ, uh, South Island. Now, um, we'll start off our things with uh, NRL, because they're all pretty much just up the road from uh, where you are, eh, uh, JT, all of the games, all of the NRL games all being hosted up in Suncorp? Yeah, uh, the Super League over in the UK have a thing called Magic Round every year, and the NRL have uh, followed that initiative and had uh, this current round that we're in, and they've called it Magic Round as well. And it's, uh, mate, uh, certainly was a magic uh, result last night for our Storm fans. Uh, mm. I didn't see that one coming. Take it. And, uh, yeah, been some good games and a couple more to go today. So, uh, yeah, buckle in and you have to go too far. It's all in the same venue. And, of course, the Broncos, well, they kicked it off um, with, with a good win uh, against the Seagulls, so um, a lot of the Broncos fans will be happy too, eh, JT? Yeah, the Broncos coach Anthony Seabold's been under the pump, as has their captain Darius Boyd, uh, for some pretty lacklustre performances uh, to date in the season. But, yeah, Darius Boyd, he played uh, really well. He played very well, in fact, and round the clock back in. Poor old Manny, they've been hit by injuries all year and they've lost another couple of players uh, in that game and the Broncos, too good in the end, 26 points to 10. Well, how did you see that game there, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, good way to start. You know, the uh, host venue, Suncorp Stadium, a brilliant uh, conception into the NRL. It's wicked and uh, to see all the fans there from all the uh, teams and a good start, um, like JT said, good win for the Bronx and a couple of star moments there as well, uh, Milford. Uh, playing really good at six there, but you yeah, know, just a good good start to the weekend. Uh, Daly Terrence, Terry Evans sitting there with his leg up in the air, and yeah, the old Paul Seagull's got a few injuries, so a uh, good start to the weekend in 2016. I was able to catch a little bit of the uh, Knights Bulldogs game, uh, which certainly seemed like a good one, uh, and it was, uh, I think, a lot closer than what the uh, final score indicated there, too, eh, JT? Yeah, the Bulldogs were never really out of it until. The Knights got a couple of late tries, but uh, yeah, Bulldogs struggling this year. They've got a, a young side, and the axe was wielded last week by coach Dupay. Uh, got a couple of players, Kieran Holland and uh, young Lachlan Lewis. Brought in uh, Kieran Foran, actually played really, really well. He, he mm. uh, had some glimpses of what he can do. You know, he's probably one of my favourite players, 44, 5, 6 years ago, when he was at Manly when they were pumping, but. Yeah, just Jan Kalen Ponga put a bit of footwork on him and palmed him off and scored the try, which sealed it for the Newcastle Knights at the end. It was a convincing win, I suppose, to a degree, 22 points to 10. How good is it to see uh, Kalen Ponga? Because um, he's going to be a superstar for Australia one day, isn't he, um, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, he's hitting it uh, right at the right time, actually, especially for Kiwi Walters uh, in a few weeks at State of Origin 1. 
this kid obviously looks like he's going to be the number one fullback in the uh, Maroons, and he seems to be uh, just peaking at the right time for the uh, state of A. And of course, they, they have they had to kind of do something because, uh, and I guess in a way, JT, they're starting to find you know uh, at the right time the uh, the kind of form that was expected probably at the beginning, eh? Yeah, exactly right, Keith. They were we've said it lots of times on this show that they were one of the big preseason, not so much favourites, but were supposed to be big improvers, and mm. uh, they had a good stuff against Cronulla, but then. The sort of the wheels fell off the tracks for a little while there. They were sort of floundering and they, you know, jagged the wind here and there. But they've, you know, they've won a couple of, of, of late and uh, starting to build towards potentially making that top eight, which is where a lot of the professional expert tips like uh, tipsters like us three yep. think they would be. Mm. Yes, I guess so. Now, um, of course, last week, eh, Reno, um, the Knights were able to, uh, well, pretty much dance all over the Warriors. A uh, bit of a turnaround for the Warriors. Um, uh, yesterday uh, up against the Dragons, but still quite a close game, eh? Yeah, it was a close game. Uh, obviously a lot closer than the score, you know, when you take a look at it, uh, what is it, eight points in it. Um, Dragons led at halftime, mate. Benny Hunt was playing pretty good, but mm. uh, that nightmare for Benny Hunt with the grand final and playing as a Bronco, he's come back to haunt him once again, and little Dropsy um, saw a try out wide for the Warriors. Uh, Steve Kearney, uh, everyone got to see him Spear his head off. Uh, I can't say what he actually said in the uh, coach's box because we'll get a broadcasting standards bloody thing sent against us. Uh, but anyway, yeah, hey, a win is a win. Um, over the Dragons, uh, much favourite Dragons. Mind you, a lot of Kiwi supporters at Suncorp yes. as well. So take nothing away from the Warriors. The win is a win. Very surprised, actually, the way the uh, Dragons, I thought they had their game in the bag, to be honest with you, because yeah. oh. I was swearing at the TV myself. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I was able to just catch some of the highlights uh, uh, from that game. Uh, obviously, being busy with our uh, junior Tamaroro on yesterday, but um, I, I'm pretty sure that I had picked the Warriors this week. There, um, not that I can remember. I, I remember we were talking yeah, a lot. Yeah, last I'm, pretty, time. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> but I yeah. knew that they would lose against the Knights. Uh, the week before, but yeah, it's uh, um, a bit of a turnaround though. First ten minutes of the game, you you, you definitely would have been throwing something at your TV set there, Reno. <laughs> I was mate, and the wife was going, wife was saying, can you just shut up for a second? <laughs> oh, they're frustrating. But um, hey, yeah, they got there, and I like the uh, hooker they come on at the end. I think kind of Daniel Roach, mm. we might see him gone for mm. a long time. It looks like their recurrence of the uh, back injury. But uh, Carl Lawton, they need. I reckon Carl Lawton is the new uh, half number nine. Right. Uh, I've seen what he's done. He's done it before the Gold Coast. Uh, JT knows how excel he can uh, just take off from speed, and he did that last on as soon as he came on. He made the impact and the difference. Uh, that was uh, telling him right at the end of the game. So instead of pussy footing around, uh, just keep him playing at number nine. What well, well, What did you reckon of uh, the Warriors' uh, performance against the Dragons there, um, JT? Oh, one word for me, typical. I'd barely put the put the, uh, put the lazy boy into full recline and they were two tries down. I thought, oh, here we go. The boys are going to get a bit of a hiding here. But, you know, to their credit and, and due to some <laughs> some Benny Hunt magic, uh, <laughs> they put their way back in. I mean, RTS, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck was absolutely sensational. Mm. Two yeah. weeks, uh, Mamalo and... Uh, Pussy Tua, you know, they're very strong out wide. And uh, the old enigma, I think Peter Peter Hicku is the barometer for the Warriors. If he goes well, they seem to go well. Mm. And he started off pretty hopeless yesterday, but came home strong, as did the Warriors. Mm. So, yeah, a good win to the boys. And I think that takes a bit of pressure off uh, Steve Cody for now. Yeah. Um, Cody Nikurima, of course, he uh, made his return back to Suncorp. Wasn't too, you know, wasn't too long he was there. Uh, how did he go, uh, do you reckon, there, Reno? Yeah, no, he went all right, mate. Just showed his experience. Uh, key in the middle there of some of those passes, uh, going out to the uh, out to the end to get the tries. Uh, yeah, he's just one of those kids that, um, like I say, experienced the young fella chance that's been fully in the gap. He's only a young kid. He'll get there one day and no, they weren't all right, mate. Uh, Blake Green back in there and be interesting. Only first game those two at halves and see what the uh, next games bring. But yeah, a win is a win. Like JT said, uh, that'll ease the pressure a bit on old Kearney. So, you know, we're all right, eh? Familiar yeah. with the ground, familiar with everything there. So, yeah, not bad for Cody. And it's certainly, well, you know, for the Warriors overall, it wasn't a great start, but it doesn't matter how you start, uh, is it, JT? 
at the end of the day, it's how you finish. No, that's exactly right. There's an old golf manager, Trino, might know it's not how, it's how many. So, mm, yeah. you know, they, but they got they win, they got the win in the end. They got enough points. They they got uh, how many they needed to uh, to quell the dragon's fire, so to speak. And uh, yeah, St George will be scratching their head and wondering, you know, what if what went wrong? Yeah, that one, I think. Right. Well, the storm, of course. Wow, what a game from the storm last night, uh, JT. Boy, they they just ran rampant um, for sure. Eels wouldn't know what, what what happened to them, eh? Yeah, I was actually a little bit concerned heading to this one after last week's abysmal performance against Cremona by our team, and they're absolutely hopeless. And, but to be fair, that was last week's result was a combination of how well they hadn't been playing. So yeah, a good win to the boys last night, and that was absolutely magic to to steal a pun from from the uh, magic round. Uh, just everything went right. Just unfortunate that young Curtis Scott, who had uh, played his way back into the side, was injured. It looks like he's got a broken a broken bone in his foot somewhere, so could be out for some time. But yeah, just that backline fizz last night. Ryan Pappenhausen came on. Jerome Hughes, until he was yeah. not injured. Uh, Josh had a car. Mate, they, they were good last night. And up front, Craig Nelson, myself for Solomon, had run for 100 metres, you know, within the first 10 or 15 minutes. So. Yeah, Coach Bellamy obviously set the boys down last week and, and held the mirrors out and told them to, to look into them and, and give a decent performance. And I think uh, maybe they should do that every week because that was uh, I didn't see that one coming. I think Parramatta got a bit uh, got a bit blindsided too. Sixty four points to ten. That's a hiding in anyone's language. Mm, absolutely, that is a hiding. Um, they're pre- and, and well, in my opinion, they just seemed like a pretty balanced team. What did you reckon there, um, Reno? Yeah, mate, they were on fire. Uh, there was a brilliant performance by everyone in the storm, uh, obviously being sprayed by Bellamy uh, last week. Uh, look at themselves like JT said, or, you know, you won't be playing. Um, mate, they turned it on, especially for the big crowd there as well. There was a lot of uh, paramedic crowd in the, mm. in the in the as well, and, mate, they would have been disheartened. I don't think even the Eels saw this uh, big scoreline. Uh, just showed the brilliance of uh, some of these young Young players coming on through for the storm, you know, they just come on there, speed to burn, skill to burn, and mate, they just backed themselves right through the whole eighty minutes. Eh? Unreal, uh, good to watch, brilliant to watch, and try fest. And you know, Cam Smith, um, Kevin Walters asked him at the uh, interview, "We'll see you back in a couple of weeks in the maroon jersey." He just had a bit of a laugh, but yeah, yeah, um, well, that's how good he's playing. You know, he's right up there uh, for player of the year the way he's playing. So yeah, nah. You got to take your head up to the storm, mate. Uh, real hard team, good team. Right. Well, of course. Ra, Ra Walker, Ra Walker will support them soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Jinx, please, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's already a Crusader supporter, so uh, yeah, he'll definitely <laughs> jump on the uh, storm wagon as well. Of course, we've got yeah, a. Look- We've we've got a couple of other games um today. The Roosters up against the Raiders, uh, Reno. Yeah, Roosters. I think uh, they've seen what the Storm can do. The other front runner team in this competition, mind you, the Raiders, aren't no slouch as well. But um, yeah, I think the old Roosters will uh, just bring this on home, mate. Uh, what do you reckon there, um, JT? Yeah, earlier in the week I was probably going to tip the Raiders. They uh, they are an ugly, gritty, horrible side which can get in your face and ruin ruin your day, so to speak, but they've had a couple of big losses out with Joey Leilua and uh, the Englishman John Bateman, both ruled out through injuries, so I think the Roosters will get home now. Okay, and uh, well, seeing as though we're still on with you, uh, JT, Rabbitohs, Cowboys, how's that going? How's that one going? A funny one, the Rabbitohs, Mm. I think, should Cowboys have been a bit lacklustre as well, but uh, with big Jason Tomalolo back, anything's possible, so I'll say the Rabbitohs, but not by much. Okay, what do you reckon there, Reno? Yeah, yeah, exactly the same, mate. Exactly the same, the Rabbits. Um, they'll bring it on. And, yeah, I think the inspiration of G.I. being there as well, you know, he's been a stalwart for the Maroons at that field uh, for many years and also with other franchises. But, you know, I think the Rabbits will just might be just too good, although the Cowboys had a good win last year. But, no, I think the Rabs. Right, well, and one of the things you did mention, of course, and that's coming up very, very shortly to... Uh, JT is uh, the state of origin and um, boy uh, that's usually you know one of the biggest highlights in um, on the rugby league world calendar isn't it uh, JT? 
Well, it's, it's the jewel in the crown, I think, Keithy. And, uh, yeah, like you say, it's not too far away now. And uh, one team is struggling to select players, and the other team has too many players to select. Mm. So it's a classic. And the dog wins out with their backs against the wall. And hopefully, as we've seen so many times in the past in this in the state of origin arena, that uh, bodes well for Queens, you know, they come up and ambush those uh, those punks from below the border. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it does seem to go, you know. I mean, I, I guess it was um, surprising how how Queensland has done so well. Well, maybe not so much of late, you know, but um, it has been a little bit surprising um, how Queensland, especially from the get go. Because uh, you know, from when it was when it got started, was it in nineteen eighty nineteen eighty eight when when it all got started? So you know, uh, it's a long history in that particular game and trying to win that trophy, isn't there, um, JT? Oh, a massive history and lots lots of times Queensland have had you know a team of no names and or, mm. you know team struggling players and they've had to fly back Alfie Langer from the UK and you know other bits and pieces and. Like I said, there's the struggle. They're not really going to struggle on paper. New South Wales is often a, a team laden with, with stars and yep. people, you know, players, form and all the rest of it. And for some reason, when they put that maroon jersey on, mate, they grow, you know, another foot. And, uh, and often it's been the, been the case. And I guess I'm being hopeful that that's what's going to happen this year. But in reality, I think we're going to get smashed. But, uh, you know, there's always that glimmer of hope come Origin time. Yeah. You, uh, you must be looking forward to the state of Origin uh Yourself, a um, Reno, being a, a blue supporter. Yeah, yeah, mate. I always love State of O. Uh, you know, it's only on Wednesday, fifth of June at Suncorp. Wish I could be there. Uh, if they had the magic around, uh, me and the wife were talking earlier. If they had the magic around, because we've been watching it, uh, we'd love to go to the magic around. But I didn't realise that Bloomin Origin was a long way up from it. I would have stayed in on Origin as well. Mm. But um, yeah, I am looking forward to it, mate. Always love the Origin, eh? You know, just enjoy watching them superstars go head to head. Uh, the best team wins on the day. That plays brilliant. And th- this is the uh, game that makes superstars, uh, as we've seen over the years gone by. That's what I love about it. Um, state and state, mate, mate. And I always have got a bit of blue blood there. But, um, yeah, I just love watching it, mate, watching these big names going head to head. The brilliance of the players. I love watching that stuff on show. The Kiwis seem to love it too, don't we, uh, JT? The Kiwis seem, seem to love um, seeing see Aussies getting smashed, don't they? Yeah, I mean, even you know, if, you're, if you're a staunch rugby league fan, you have one team or the other, but it's good that even the uh, the fans from a distance are not really true rugby league fans. They'll get, they'll get up and watch this game, mm. which is why it's, it's one of the things which uh, the rugby league or the NRL needs to, 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 um, to try and build another market, not another marketplace to expand the game. And I think one day, hopefully, they'll, they'll play a game in Auckland. Uh, just the time zones might be a bit of a, a tricky situation to figure out, but I reckon they'd fill Eden Park easily, probably fill it twice. True. I completely agree. And it would be great to have a, um, a state of origin uh, here in uh, New Zealand, eh? Hey, Reno. You know yeah, it would be. It would be in a way they seem to be loving our Prime Minister just in there doing, so I might need to talk to her because she could make it happen, possibly. Mm. Don't know, but um, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it would be great. And, uh, mate, the seller will be gone. It would sell it in minutes. Trust me, it doesn't even matter yes. if you are, are a league fan or not. I think for most um, most people who love sports in general, when they talk of an NRL, they may not particularly like a team, but a lot of them do discuss the state of origin, and it's maybe one of those ones on the bucket list. Uh, they just love league. Uh, we've got to go watch the state of O. Look, I've got seven uh, family friend members in Pidal who are flying out of Perth. Uh, actually, no, nine of them, sorry, uh, to be correct, nine of them. We're heading over, and that's just because of the love of the uh, state of origin. So that just tells you, hey, um, yeah, something you want to check out, Keithy. You'll have to go to it one day, mm, mate. You and Ra. Definitely, definitely. I, I'd love to go to um, to a state of origin. I mean, I can remember when you when was it that you went? Was it a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, 2017. I was over there with the uh, Polar College Australian Sporting Tour, and uh, the first thing on my priority prior to that tour was I sussed out where State of Origin was same week, and I thought, okay, I went and bought tickets. Um, yeah, the wife got the email, and I won't say what she said, but um, yeah, we got over there, mate. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Was it movie uh, movie world with the uh, teams uh, during the day? Mm. Went to Origin, and we were very, very lucky to strike the uh, Maroons bus and go in to meet the players and do all that type of stuff, then uh, catch a taxi um, just up the road, 10, 95 minutes. 
in Aru there. So, you know, cool. Great atmosphere. Brilliant. Uh, one of the best. So uh, anyone out there who's never been to State of O, thank you. If you'd like league or not, go along and check it out if you get the opportunity, especially if you're over there and it's either uh, in any other states over there. You were supposed to wear your blues because um, you were up in Brisbane, eh? You were supposed to wear your <laughs> blues uh, jersey, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did. I had it on all the way from movie world to the car park. Coming it up. on the bus. And I took it off, <laughs> took it off, put it in the bag. And I went up with my daughter and all this stuff. And said, hey, Maroon fans, yeah, you're from New Zealand, just arrived last night. Staunch Maroon fans. And got in there to meet the players. <laughs> If JT was here, he would have been swearing at me. No, he's bloody not. That's, that's disgraceful behaviour. That is disgraceful. <laughs> that should be two countries you're not allowed into. <laughs> then I get to the game, and when I get to the game, I put my blue jeans on, walk in there. And the blues batch. Uh, my daughter that was in their Maroons gears. We run around the blues batch and... Uh, they get in the try, she get looking at me and going, look, Dad, we're reading you. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which they won, by the way, and hey, that's what it's all about. It's the fun times. And I've got to take it off uh, to all those Maroon fans. You know, they give each other hell. Yes. But uh, it's, 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 it's in a nice way. It's not, like, aggravated as much. Oh, mind you, the ones I didn't see. But, yeah, I loved it, eh? Even walking out in my blue jersey, it was like, oh, well, it's life. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, you know, you, you, I, I know for a fact that there, there's a lot of um, angst. I guess you wouldn't call it quite angst, but yeah, a passion. That's what I would call it. A lot of passion when it comes to the Maroon supporters. Uh, what do you reckon there, um, JT? Yeah, if I could liken it to how the Kiwis, New Zealanders, feel against the Aussies and Queensland as a best Kiwis. It's the same sort of scenario. Queensland's just the little brother in terms of population size. And I don't know if you realise this, boys, but Queensland is eligible to play Origin, only make up about, it's less than 20% of the NRL players. So mm. they've got a really, really small pocket of players to pick from. So that's why they sort of, uh, they, they seem to play with a lot more pride once they get on that field. And um, yeah, it's just one of those games. I've been to several. I haven't been for a while, but if, uh, if, if we could organise for next year for the boys to come over, you know, there's accommodation at my place, no worries. And uh, it'd be good to get the boys over to go to an Origin game. That would be cool, wouldn't it, Reno? That would be cool. Imagine oh. that, having full time. I oh, know that's in the middle week. Midweek, having half time. Having half time over there in Aussie. That'll be something to look forward to, eh? That'll be a dream come true, mate. That will be uh, the icing on the cake of the two shows that, you know, we're associated with uh, for the station as well. That will be the winner right there and there. Uh, you know, um, JT and his Maroons, I'm sitting there in my blues and uh, just going for hell on the halftime show right there where State of Origin is. So, yeah, mate, make it happen, eh? Uh, what's your sponsors? <laughs> your listening sponsors? Yes. You're on yes. board? Yeah, you want naming rights, exclusive naming rights? <laughs> you can, you can any, send me your... Any, uh, any airplane companies in Gizzy you want to jump on board? Absolutely, I reckon. I reckon we'll try and we'll try and organise something. Um, that's for sure because uh, you know, like you said, that's pretty much the pinnacle, especially on this in this part of the hemisphere. Um, when it comes to rugby league, really, isn't it, JT? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, take out the grand final and uh, it's yes. state of origin. Um, so yeah, look, like, like I said, I'm serious, boys. Get yourselves all sorted and come over. I've got plenty of room at my place. And we'll Excellent. Make a we'll get, up, get up, sort of around lunchtime. We'll go to the Caxton Street Hotel where it all happens, and we'll get amongst it, and you know, perhaps start a bit of a brew ha ha with the blue supporters, and then away we go. So, you're not staunch league fans, but you, you know, you're fans of the sport to a degree, and uh, State of Origin is an absolute must do. I think so too. I think so too. Anyway, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. 
And also thanks must go to The Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out The Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on full time. Welcome back to the second session here on Full Time. Wonderful to have you uh, along with us once again. Of course, sending another shout out to our sponsors, Ray Scrag Motors down there on Gray Street. Finally joining us this morning, we have with us Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Yeah, how's it going, Keithy? Uh... Hey there, Ra. Hello. And, uh, yeah, just... Um... I don't know. Maybe it's because it's, it's a lazy weekend. Okay, lazy weekend. We'll go with that, eh? We'll yeah, go we'll, with we'll, that. we'll blame that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it here on full time, eh, bro? Oh, indeed, indeed, <laughs> Now everyone else says so. We'll give you an opportunity, Ra, to uh, well, I guess wish all the mothers out there a big, ha- a, mo- a big happy Mother's Day, eh? Oh yeah. Well, there you go. It is Mother's Day, so you know, don't forget they are. One of the most uh, special and, and important, lady, important ladies in our lives. Uh, no, no matter you know how you do feel about uh, your mum, the one that sort of gave birth, or even maybe the one that didn't give birth, but the one that raised you. I mean, uh, you know they're only human too. At the end of the day, and uh, it's good to sort of uh, what's the word? Uh, remember them. Absolutely, absolutely. It is a wonderful time, uh, certainly, especially if uh, your mother has passed on. Uh, to just um, send a thought. Or two, um, to them, eh? Hey, Ra, what a great scene. Well, even even more so if you could, uh, I don't know, give some flowers or uh, you know something to uh, eat, like chocolate. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's all about uh, it's all about the moment, I suppose. You don't really have to give anything. Now, you you missed the league part of the section, but um, I know because you're such a big, huge Warriors fan that you're going to be wanting to talk about your Warriors. We had a good win. Um, yesterday there, Ra. Well, they needed to keep you. I mean, you know, a, a few losses. Uh, this is the Warriors we're talking about. Uh, they need to get that fan base up and supporting them. Otherwise, uh, it's, it's the same old story and, and what could well be another dismal year. But, uh, you know, the, the boys uh, from Auckland or from New Zealand, the Warriors, uh, I think, um, you know, they've still got a, a long road, if, if any, of uh, making, you know, some kind of um, worthwhileness out of uh, what has been, uh, you know, an arduous season for them. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Um, And, of course, the uh, Storm, they had a good win because Reno Wilkinson reckons that you're going to become a Storm supporter soon as well. <laughs> well, no it was no no, I, I am a sort of a closet Storm man, as, as, as I was a, a, a Broncos uh, fan. You know, I, I tend to love uh, both styles of, of play, and, you know, one day I dream that the Warriors will emulate both teams in, in terms of their successfulness and also their, their brand of footy on the field because, you know, that's why they've got such huge um, support bases both sides, um, besides the fact they come from, you know, big metropolitan areas is, is the way they play their league, which is entertaining to watch at the best of times, even at the worst of times. Uh, you know, you'd like some of their players and uh, 
no doubt, uh, you know, they are sort of uh, with, with, with the money war and they're winning anyway. JT's working me new to the fan club with open arms, eh, JT? <laughs> oh, He's always had class and he's, he's tended to, uh, you know, pick, uh, pick the right teams. And, uh, you know, as I, as I may mention, for good reason, um, some great players uh, in, in the form lineup. And, uh, you know, for uh, from a city, the AFL rules. Um, they do exceptionally well in spreading the gospel of uh, rugby league there, but uh, you know they're just a good team to watch, and to me that's what it's all about. Especially when you you come home and, and you kick back and you want to watch a good game of a hard game of uh, of running uh, footy. One of the things that um, I, I did want to talk about, I suppose, is um, the storm. You know, from their inception, from their inception, you know, uh, right from the very beginning. When the storm got started, I, I personally I didn't think they'd do all too great. You know, usually you have to kind of build, uh, a, a build up to become a great club. But um, boy, I tell you what, almost right from the get go, they were uh, uh, they had already had I don't know systems or something already in place there. JTA. Yeah, and, and Ra touched on the AFL. AFL uh, people might, might not know how much of a of a. Um um, a megalith, a monolith, or whatever yes. it is, a, a, a megatron. What you know, it's an absolute uh, beast of an organisation in places like Melbourne and Adelaide, Perth. But home in, Melbourne is the home of AFL, so to put a rugby league side there was almost like a poke in the eye. Mm. But to the, to the Storm's credit, since day one, they've had good signings. Uh, Glenn Lazarus, Tawid and Nico, yep. you know, guys like that. Was, you know, no name back then, but. Uh, Australia White got a lot of the Kiwi community on board because they had you know, players yes. that could identify with Steve Cooney came in the second year and, uh, and and they had that success straight away and they played a pretty interesting brand of football. Uh, Britt Kamali was instrumental on that, Scott yep. Hill, some Kuhar. And it just built on that success of the first couple of years and they've just maintained it all the way through. And uh, yet for some reason, mate, it seems to have worked and now you know you go back down there 21 years later and a lot of people do know that the Melbourne Storm, who they are, and even yep. some of the players down there, you know, recognised around the streets, which in an AFL, AFL is an absolute religion, is, yep. is a good coup for them. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Good good organisation, and it's great to be, be a fan since day one. And one of the things... <laughs> true, true that, true that, from day one, brilliant. Um, and, and one of the things that have endeared, in particular Kiwis, eh, Reno? In particular Kiwis, because there are a lot of Kiwi um, fans who, who ha- have followed the storm... Um, almost from the inception, if not um, so, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've had them for, well, since they got started, haven't they, uh, Reno? Yeah, they have, mate. Uh, look, I've got family who have been Melbourne Storm fans. I uh, can't understand the AFL. They love the league and mm. uh, being there wearing their purples every time they come back out to whānau tangihanga or something to do with the whānau. They've got their um, Storm gears on. They love it. Uh, and I think uh, JT hit it on the head, really, yes. uh, with the induction of the Kiwi players and the, obviously Kiwis and Māori at that as well, if they can uh, recognise and have some familiarity to it. You know, we all call each other cuz, all this type of stuff. Um and that just connects us straight away. So you can see uh, why the Kiwis, a lot of Kiwis up there in Melbourne as well, and they just jump on, jump on board the team. And uh, it's just good to see. Um, been like that since they started back in the day, and uh, they've come through to what they've achieved in their short time of existence. Uh, is huge compared to other teams that have been around for many decades. Um, so, yeah, no, you can't... You, Right, they're, they're a top franchise. Absolutely. You, you can't take it away from them. And the way they operate on and off the field, uh, it's just amazing. Great, It's great for the game of league. I think so. And, and, and it, right from day dot, as you mentioned, HAT, there've always been Kiwis involved with the team, haven't there? Even so much so that on Anzac Day, when they had their game against the Warriors, uh, nearly half their team were, were, um, were Kiwis, weren't they? Yeah, it's it's been a, a marketing cue uh, uh, actually. And back in the first couple uh, of they had Mark Sakai, who was an absolute uh, absolute hero, idolised by all the people up there in Papua New Guinea, where rugby league is an absolute religion. So that was another good uh, another good signing. And Marcus Boy was uh, was a fan favourite early on. And I, I'll tell you mm. a story. Game first home game they had against the North Sydney Bears, we had a uh, twenty five seater bus 
and uh, heading out from where we were at the south, the uh, southeast of Ontario towards Olympic Park, and the traffic was just chaotic. We couldn't get anywhere, so I reached across, opened the door, and I said to the, well, the broker, I said, here, bro, here's your ticket to see you in there. And he goes, what? You, did you mean? Because it was quick. Right. So poor old. So he rocks up just before half time after finding the bus and we're all in there having a couple of beers, a bit of a laugh. So yeah, poor old. He never let me live that one down. I bet he didn't. Anyway, let's go to rugby. Uh, of course, uh, we kicked off the weekend with the Blues Hurricanes um, game there. Uh, Reno, um, did you catch any of that game? Yeah, yeah, mate. Tell you what, uh, Geordie Barrett, eh? Mm. Wicked, wicked game uh, overall. But yeah, the Blues, they were good. They were good, man. They were. They oh, were. no, the Blues, sorry, the Hurricanes. The Blues were good, but the Hurricanes. Were. Hurricanes. Yes. Yeah, well, the Blues, you know, they had the very, you know, they scored the first try. They were uh, good early yep. on as well. You know, I, I thought they were the more, more dom- their, dom- their forwards were um, a bit more dominant, certainly in the uh, early um, part of the game. But, well, the Hurricanes, uh, even though it was a 22-12 uh, um, scoreline, uh, you know, it was a lot closer than, than what it could have been, um, well, probably what it should have been, um, quite frankly. It was actually quite a, a good close game, and I think it wasn't until the... Oh, when did um, Bodie... Intercept yes. by Bodie Barrett. yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't till yeah, yeah. that. It basically, that... was just defence, defence, yes. defence by the Hurricanes. Great defence too. Blues down yes. and then, uh, yeah, you're right. The Blues, yeah, they were kicking themselves. They really could have won there, but history shows they haven't beaten the Hurricanes for a while, especially mm. at home and in the country. But yeah, yeah, no, the Canes played well. Um, they Geordie Barrett, mate. Uh, yeah, he, he played extremely well. Um, TJ Pedernara. Yeah. Right up there is the top number nine at the moment, just the way he controls and how he masterminds it and how he played yeah. the uh, spoiler part on Akira Yoani there. And, uh, yeah, I just hope someone one day knocks that uh, Rico over, eh? I'll tell you what, he brasses me <laughs> well, off. You gotta I be, hope someday yeah. someone gives him a wallet. you, you got to be pretty too quick. smart for his own good. Yeah, you got to be pretty quick to catch that guy, though. You know, in order to get a wallet from him, you, you need some uh, one or two or three people to try and slow him down, and even that's uh, you, sometimes not enough because he's got plenty of quicks. Oh, 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 it's going at the screen. Jordy, punch him in the head. <laughs> Honestly, he's a smart-ass little man. I, I would have smacked him. Now, I know you were, so, you were going for the uh, Blues in that game there, huh? Oh, I was Keith, and, uh, you know, I, I keep sort of standing by the fact it's not this season, next season. I mean, you know, they're, they're coming through quite a, a few lousy years of, of footy, but I think, you know, they, they do show glimpses, and if they can get competitive with a lot of teams for the rest of the remainder of the season, um, you know, it puts them in good seat for, for next year. But um, as we know, the hard yards are done on, on the field, and, you know, the players still need to gel, but it's not for want of uh, raw kind of energy and talent. Um, you know, they've got some good players at Auckland side, but it's like most things, um, the success of the team is how, how they play together, and uh, sadly, um, yeah, I, I'm saying maybe maybe next year. They have got good players in their Blues team, though, haven't they, haven't they Reno? They have got good players. Yeah, they've yeah. got lots of talent. They, they do, they do. They just need to play it as a team. Mm. They've got some brilliant players in there, and they're just a few things. They've got the makings of being a good team and dominant. Uh, they've showed other previous years as well. But, uh, you know, it's, hey, look, it's only Leon's first year there. Uh, give him a chance, and he's turned them around a bit. I would guess this year's been a lot better than the previous. Yeah, they've well, been there or that's about. true. That's true. It, it, it has been a lot better. Of course, it couldn't have gotten too much worse, though, uh, could it, Reno? Um, but uh, the no, Blues... No. Well, they play the Chiefs next week. Yes, yeah, we'll see how things go there, eh? The the Blues, the only team this weekend, the only New Zealand team, I should say, this weekend, who lost. Um, the Crusaders, boy, they just steamrolled over um, the Bulls, eh? Yeah, they were just dominant. That was just a clinical game of rugby, uh, watching all of that stuff. Just a trifest. Actually, just like the Melbourne Storm last mm. night, mate. Sebu mm. Risa Hattrick, Richie Moonga. How good is he? Oh, the bounce great. of the ball went their way. Yeah. Uh, the lock running down the sideline as well. Yes. yes. It's going to be hard to knock this team over. Uh, already you would think, uh, what are we, week 13, five more to go. Uh, the team's pretty well now, you know, summed up the whole championship. But 
anything is possible at the business end. Uh, no doubt they'll meet an African team along the line somewhere. But, yeah, the Crusaders, one-word clinical. Yeah, very, very much so. Now, Ra, you'll be happy to know that your other two teams are the Crusaders, you know, you, 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 your new supporting um, team, the new team that you're supporting uh, obviously had a big win, but the uh, but your former um, uh, clubs that you support also had wins as well. The Highlanders uh, had a good win over the Aguaris. Actually... I'm not even sure if it was a good win. It must have been an ugly win because it was, uh, what, 32-27? Probably shouldn't have been as close as that. Eh? What do you reckon, Ra? Yeah, well, we'll take the two victories, Keith. Yeah, I mean, you got to take what you can get as we uh, you know, approach the part of the competition. But um, look, at that, that, that Kendry Crusaders match, you could see that something was going to give with the Red and Blacks after their, their draw last weekend. And, you know, pity the, the, the team they, they took it out on over over this weekend, but uh, you could see that coming from a mile away. Um, you know, if you can hold or even the Super Crusaders, you know they're going to come back the following round and, uh, you know, make you pay for it. So uh, I pity the full team, which happened to be uh, what the, the, the Bulls. But yeah. uh, my, my two sides, yeah, I think, um, you know, as I say, we'll, we'll take the wins. Uh, uh, still a few more games to go, but um, I think, uh, you know, victories, they, they do... They do build a team with, with confidence, something that the Blues are lacking, and and, and uh, that's all the Blues are lacking, really, as the boys have made mention. Uh, they've got the talent, but they're just not gelling it as a unit. Now, if they can build their confidence, like my two teams, I think that'll carry them through for uh, for another few rounds as they head into the semis and the finals. Now, the Sharks also, they played pretty well uh, as well against the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs were just able to come away with a win there, uh, so... Um... Yeah. Well, not, not much in their game, really, Keithy. And, and uh, you know, you, you take your hat off to the Sharks. They're no easy beats. But, uh, um, yeah, the, 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 the Chiefs will be happy with uh, after a couple of, uh, you know, pitiful performances as of late. So, uh, you know, they'll take it and they'll sort of regroup and uh, and look forward to uh, the, the match coming up. Um, yeah, it's the, the all, uh, all or nothing now. Yeah? Now, the Hurricanes um, next week, well, they're up against the Hagawaris who remain in the country, uh, which should be a... Well, it's an interesting game, that one, eh, Reno? I mean, the Hagawaris, they're having a pretty good season, um, considering, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they'll be uh, reeling. Uh, obviously, uh, their loss against the Highlanders, uh, they've already got the video and referee down the scrutiny now after three penalties right at the end there and uh, kind of justified. You can see why they nearly got into a fight at the end. They got quite ugly. Uh, mm. the game but um yeah they'll be f- feeling hard done by uh so they'll come out to play uh, up against the hurricanes but the hurricanes think they're kind of striking a right and preparing themselves for the uh, business inside of things be a hard ask for them sharks uh, we saw them drew against uh, what the crusaders last week we knew they weren't going to be in the yeah. easy beach and the chiefs had to come from behind mm. uh, a couple of brilliant tackles there uh, especially from the uh, locks and the number eight there and uh, the old blondie back there from injury at number seven, he got three, four try. But yeah, there's some been, been some real close games, and especially these teams that travel into our country, you would yes. think would be a write-off. Yep. Uh, then you take a look at the Crusaders going to Africa. It yep. is no longer uh, a fair place, I would guess, because the Highlanders head over to play the Lions next week. Yeah. You got the Blues and the Chiefs. Hurricanes hosting the Argentinians. Yeah. And uh, the Crusaders are still in Africa yes. against the Stormers. Stormers. So. That's right at this business here, not the Super Rugby. Blues Chiefs, it seems like, at least in the New Zealand conference, the best of the worst playing each other. Yeah, I can actually uh, maybe see the Blues winning that game. I hate to say against my side, the, the Chiefs, but, uh, you know, the, the lackluster season they've had um, this year sort of won't put them in, in good stead. And, you know, when you've got a, an Auckland side that has nothing to lose, essentially, but, you know, forward plan for, for, for next year, I think they're going to come out all, all guns blazing, as, as we sort of said. You know, there is talent plenty in that side, and we just haven't seen them consistently, uh, game in, game out, sort of start to, 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 to play as, as a successful team. But um, I think my, my yeah. Chiefs, my Waikato team, could well be on the end of a backlash. Uh, nothing um, to brag about beating the Chiefs this season, eh, uh, eh Reno? Even the um, Sunwolves are beating the Chiefs these days. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, anything's possible. You know, this Blues team, I thought they were going to win and beat uh, their opponents last weekend because there's always that team they knock over to upset the uh, tail end of the Super Rugby. 
whether it be the Chiefs this weekend coming up mm. or next weekend when they take on the Crusaders. It's going to be one of those teams, and they're going to cause a big upset. Uh, they always do it every single year. Indeed they do. Anyway, um, real quick, what's happening around the traps there, Reno? Yeah, I suppose on the sporting side of things, uh, well, basketball, everyone seems to be enjoying the, the local NZ, uh, NBL yes, competition is getting yeah. underway. I think, that, yeah, yeah, that's all up and going. Um, I think they've just also uh, had some more nipple, ANZ nipple, under, underway this mm. weekend as well. Not much else, really. All I've been watching is a lot of league, obviously, since the Magic Run, which I think is a real cool thing, uh, and watching a bit of Super Rugby, mate. Super Rugby, Rugby League. And that's about it, eh? I've been watching much else, uh, obviously, because I've been down in the dumps over the last few days. But, True. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but other than that, uh, I see David Beckham got banned for six months um, on his phone driving his flash truck. But I think it's more speeding tickets than anything else. But uh, that's about it. That's all I've noticed uh, in the world of sport lately. Okay, fair enough. Well, let's get on to uh, my favourite part of the show then. Everyone's favourite part of the show, I think. It's the part that we tend to call... Put the boot in! I was going to... Well, because I can't think of a, a, a put the boot in, I guess... Well, I was going to originally put the boot into to Ra Walker. And I guess I still am going to put the boot into Ra Walker. <laughs> um, you know... Uh, Getting onto the show late once again. There we go. That's my put the boot in. Well, it looks like it's a double boot coming up from me <laughs> because I'm going to uh, kick myself as well for uh, for my tardiness and my lateness. But then again, I think I'm going to do a double whammy and put a boot in the Keithy as well. For you know, I think he did uh, say we were going to be at this time, but uh, you know, things being things, as you do, unless you've got a, a memory like a like a like a whale or whatever those animals that are good at retaining your memories. Well, I tended to have forgotten, but there's always a, a thing called social media. So yeah, it's a double whammy, triple whammy beat uh, for everyone uh, this weekend. Put the boot in. Yeah, I'll put the boot into one guy, Mr. Edder, I think his name is, uh, 14 charges. Uh, this guy, all he got was home detention, listen to this, for toilet camera spying on recording men urinating. Really? What sick type of person does this, goes into a toilet and puts a camera at the film men urinating? I can't get over that. And uh, just to uh, get a home detention, I know JT shared this on his Facebook page as well the other day. He was disgusted. So I'll put the boot into uh, anyone who does those sicko type of things with their little recording devices, especially catching men urinating. Really what the world has come to. Is my put the boot into uh, one Mr. Eater. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in as a young lady who I'm sure we're all around the same age boys so we would have grown up watching Alyssa Milano on TV and probably had desirous thoughts towards her well I'll put the boot into her but I'd like to put something else into it I mean, she's calling for a a worldwide ban from women uh, having sex so it's basically saying keep your legs closed as a protest against some fairly strict abortion laws in certain states of America well Alyssa Milano please the old headache excuse has been around for a hundred years, so we don't need your uh, your cutter to help out the women when it comes to times of uh, of pleasure. So that's my put the burden this week to you, Alyssa Milano. Put the burden. Blimmin' Americans, eh? Blimmin' Americans, boy. Uh, I don't know what the Celebrities, Keith here. Uh, I think, uh, you know, celebrities, that's what they do. They've got so much time on their hands. Uh, yeah, they come up with, uh, I don't know, things like that, eh? Oh yes, uh, I remember yeah. Alyssa Milano very well. Yes, very well. But uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with. I mean, that's for the, the previous guy. Man, that guy needs uh, needs a bullet to the brain. I think what it was that. That was unbelievable Sheesh. stuff, eh? That was, and I saw that post that you put on there, uh, uh, JT. Uh, how do you find that sort of stuff, bro? <laughs> Does it, just pop, does it just pop up on your? Um, does it just pop up on your news feeds on Facebook or what? They say it's part of the algorithm that sort of sends you stuff that you're interested. You know, oh wow! Because when I saw that, I was thinking, what? Who does that sort of stuff? I mean, who would even want to? 
<laughs> Who would even want to? And this is unbelievable, eh, Reno? Home detention. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. You know, what, he, what he wanted was to have the, his victim's generals on the computer and everything <laughs> like that, but to watch him doing that, just oh. turn it to you and all and wear yourself and watch yourself, oh. to watch others and then to get home detention. That's unreal. Dare I say it, boys, if his name had been Runny, he'd be inside. Oh, Guaranteed. for sure. <laughs> Very true. How well, true Henry is Hori, that? He would have been locked up, keys thrown away. I think maybe the judge needs to be peed on, I think. Uh, well, yeah, it just seems just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, somebody else we could have put the boot into, of course, could have been the... Uh, <laughs> American authorities for not allowing our man Reno Wilkinson a, a terrorist threat. Apparently, oh. yeah, <laughs> Reno. A yes, terrorist name, threat. I think it's his uncle. It's our uncle Donald. I think they probably knew that Reno was coming and put out the warning. He said, "No, no, we don't want anybody from that show full time." <laughs> there are a bunch of. I think I think it just shows just shows since Christchurch <laughs> too. Um, when my daughters were up at the airport, uh, some others who got pulled away. There's been a few. It seemed to increase since Christchurch too. Right. Since the uh, text down there, so yeah, it's going to get tougher uh, these days. But that's just part of it. But yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Gentlemen, it's been awesome um, being able to uh, talk to you, as it is every weekend. You know, it certainly is something uh, that we tend to look forward to. Uh, so, Ra, even though you, you, you uh, we got in late with you, <laughs> at least you still were able to ring through. So, uh, for joining us once again on Full Time, look forward to catching up with you um, Wednesday. Half-time, yeah, eh? bro, have a good uh, weekend. Uh, at least I got the important part of the show, eh? Indeed. Indeed, the important part of the show. Reno, now I, I know it's sad that, but you, you are going to be travelling at least down to um, uh, to Waipahunamu, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we fly out and uh, arrive into Christchurch, so I'm 50-50 on whether I can join you guys. I might be up in right. the air on Wednesday, True. but uh, yeah, we're travelling down there, head around the south, have a look at our beautiful home country down there, and look at some of the uh, nice scenery I hear a lot about. So yeah, me and the wifey on, on our trip down there, and Kids over in LA had a fun day at Disney yesterday and in the central LA today. Uh, head up to San Fran Tuesday, I think it is, out to Vegas and up to Hawaii. But hey, now we're all out there enjoying ourselves, mate. That's the main thing. Cool, bro. Uh, JT, it's always a pleasure having you on uh, on the show. Look forward to catching up with you um, next week. Yeah, boys. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome myself back to the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going back to the States again sometime next year. Oh, guilty boy, uh, thanks, Reno. To the